0: Hello everyone, my name is Anakin Meeker and welcome back to another episode of the Anakin Meeker podcast and today today I'll just be up front, I'll be completely honest with you. Um, this one's not really going to be a silly one, it's not going to be, I'm not, I'm going to probably not make a shit ton of jokes, probably not going to make fun of a lot of people because I want to... This is, this is gonna be very hard for me. This one's this one this one's gonna be hard for me. Um. Yeah. Fuck, whatever. Fuck it. I just gotta get into it. Otherwise, I'm just gonna sit here beating around the bush. Um. I want to talk about my experience with SSRIs or antidepressants medications like that. Zolofts, serotonin. Um, what is it? serotonin something i don't i don't know the exact name for it but um lexapro all that stuff because rem i think it was called remeron remeron something like that shit i don't even know what they were putting in me to be completely honest with you um but it was it was not a good experience if i'm being completely transparent about the whole thing and a lot of the stuff that I'm gonna bring up today is from firsthand experience. I am not a medical professional. Um, I'm not a doctor in pharmacy or whatever the hell. I don't know what I don't have any qualifications. This is just view me as a case study. And if you're thinking about getting on getting treated for your depression or your suicidal thoughts, and everything, um, I want to let you know what the dangers are, because if you try and, if you try and ask a doctor about it, they're not going to tell you, unfortunately. Um, So yeah, if, whether you're just a fan and you're, you know, you're interested in some psychology or whatever, but this is, this is mainly for the people that are considering getting treatment or, you know, maybe it'll, it'll start a narrative. I don't know where this is going to go, but it's this, this entire episode is going to be for, if you're thinking about getting treated, I want you to know the dangers of it. Use me as an example and then use, use, you know, my situation to make a decision on if you actually take the pills and everything. So I got got a couple things written down here, and fuck it. Here we go. Um, so the first thing, the first thing, the first, I guess, side effect, I guess I'll just refer to them as side effects, that I noticed is um, my sleep cycle. My sleep cycle started getting messed up and if you have you know if you have depression or anything like that you'll know that sleep is kind of it's kind of important if you can't get sleep it makes it gives you lower energy which um which you know you you're not going to want to do anything and if you're depressed you're already way way behind the eight ball there was a a study done where, um, I don't know the exact, I don't know the exact terminology. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but there was a study done where they injected whoever was running the experiment. They made one, they made one rat extremely depressed and then they made the other one full of, you know, whatever dopamine, serotonin, I don't know, but the one that was depressed, it wouldn't even walk across his cage to get food even though it was starving to death and it died. That is compounded because that's a that very much translates to um, to humans. Like when you're having a incredibly depressive episode and you're like you're just you are it's not even that you're unmotivated, it's almost like you have a, a pit in your stomach that just sucks everything out of you, like all the life, all the thoughts, any form of cognition, you know, you're going to get, um, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to think straight and you know, the, the antidepressants for me. And I was, I took Lexapro about when I was about 18, I'm 23 now. And then last year, last summer is when i started taking the um the zoloft but I, d- I did take a long stint between there but that's not important um so yeah so the the sleep cycle which like i said a lot of the a lot of these things if you ask your doctor flat out which i did i asked multiple doctors the side effects everything like that and they just avoided the question which unfortunately i was so lost and confused and didn't know how to deal with this that i just took it at face value and i was like they're professionals against my better judgment i was like they're professionals they know what they're doing right right they unfortunately did except they weren't trying to help it seems um I do want to before cuz I'm probably going to talk for like 45 minutes on just bad. So I want to go over some of the good. Um I did notice immediately that and I don't know if this was placebo or not. That is entirely possible. But I noticed that at first, those first few months, I could I could feel emotions. Um. now the only problem with that and the reason I'm not sure if it's placebo or not is because I wanted it to work so badly that it very well could have been in my mind plus I had a lot of good things going for me at that time which correlation does not equal causation but I cannot deny the fact that a month or two after, um, I started taking the Zoloft and the, like the, the antidepressants, um, my life fell apart. My life fell apart. I started cutting off friends. I fucked it up with, you know, whatever, you know the story. Um, yeah, I just, I just lost, I lost my girlfriend. I lost, um, started fucking around with just anybody and everybody. Um, it, I mean, it was crazy. I quit the job that I was trying to, so so goddamn hard for three years to make work, and it was as good of a job as I could have asked for in that field, and I just threw it all away because of – well, I, I'm not going to say exactly. I'm not going to say it was because there were some other factors, but, you know – I can't deny the fact that it happened all like my life started spiraling immediately after I started taking Zoloft and whatever other pills. So there's that. Um, What else do we got here? Um, Getting into more, more specific things. I know I noticed that like my testosterone and and just everything uh it started it just plummeted and I didn't put it together until recently I've started cycling off and I'll get into why um eventually but like the the My testosterone, both times that I took it, both the Lexapro in high school and then, you know, um, the Zoloft now, the past year and a half or so, I I know that my testosterone plummeted and that's because I had less energy. I started putting on fat even though I was eating right and my diet didn't change um and by the way if you go back to summer of 2022 and look at my physique then versus my physique now like i think that'll speak volumes to the testosterone thing um i was a personal trainer so i fucking know these things and i was a goddamn good one so fuck you I know I know a little bit about lifting and physiques and testosterone and what low testosterone is like. In fact, I was certified through the American Council of Exercise. Um, I did three years of of what is it? Personal training, all that. Um, borderline borderline certified. Didn't take the test, but fucking borderline certified in biomechanics and. I was in AP biology in high school, so I, you know, I normally don't like to talk about the shit that I do. I usually like to stay humble and let other people figure it out, but in this case, fuck, just fuck everything. I'm fucking over it. Um, like, yeah, I know, I mean, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to testosterone. So, there was that, there was that, there was the, the fat gaining, um, Like my libido, my sex drive was just non existent. It was just murdered as soon like when I started taking it both times that I started taking it, like I couldn't finish. I couldn't finish if I was fucking anybody. And Yeah, yeah. It's just all all signs of of low T. The other the other thing is like, my workout performance, it was so bad that, like, it was so night and day. I could do a two and a half hour workout, no problem. Like I said, I was, I mean, I was, I was a trainer. I was fucking going hard. I was 235 pounds, maybe 240, and I was finally getting the abs that I wanted. I don't know if maybe Anakin lifts is still on there but fuck it whatever not important. Um and then it just like I went from being in the best physical shape of my life to throwing up if I did um if I did like two lifts. For anybody that doesn't work out, that's about a 30 minute workout for me to do two lifts. And I could do two and a half hours, no problem, beforehand. So, like, the the sex drive, the putting on fat, even though nothing changed um, diet-wise, and then not being able to work out, performance was way lower, recovery was lower. These are all signs of low testosterone. So, that's why I, I am claiming that the, you know, the Zoloft... It fucked up my, my T, my testosterone. And the other part of that is now that I've cycled off, um, it's like it's night and day again. I'm I'm more fired up. I'm more ambitious. I want to do shit. And I got a little bit more pep in my step. I got a little bit of a fire under my ass. And <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> that happened as soon as I stopped or I started... I stopped fucking around, I put my fucking shit together, I put it together, and threw away the pills, um, and it was just a night and day, like, my sex drive was all the way up again, and it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you may notice a pattern, you might notice a pattern during this episode, that, uh, (laughs) these aren't good for you, (laughs) or at least they weren't good for me, and... The reason I want to make this video is because like I keep I keep hearing all these people have the same claims as me. And I'm not talking doctors, I'm not talking shit that you find on Google. I'm talking actual psych wards. I went to the psych ward twice. Never went there before, by the way. Started taking the antidepressants, had to go twice because I was cutting. I was you know, extremely suicidal. Um, yeah, but they they won't, if you ask about the side effects, I don't know if it's incompetence or if it's like a money thing or what the hell it is, but the cold hard truth is doctors will not tell you these things. They won't. They'll, they'll, they'll beat around the bush. Um, Let's see what else we got here. So, yeah, lower testosterone. Lower testosterone is another thing that I experienced in taking these. Another thing that was kind of a red flag to me to kind of... Or not to kind of, but to stop... To start thinking for myself again was when I tried to look up studies... On If they worked or not you, It's next to impossible To find any I went through multiple search engines um, Engines You know, Google Scholar Just normal Google DuckDuckGo uh, Firefox Everything Anything Yahoo's Whatever I was trying my goddamn hardest To find any study Proving that these things work And It doesn't seem like there's much. It does not seem like there's much. If you know of any, please put a link below. Because I cannot find them and I want to read them. So that's... I mean, alarm bells should be going off. It's like, where are the doctors getting their information then? If there's no studies out there. So there's that. Um, Another one... Was like my motor functions were worse. Uh, my friends, m- multiple different friends at the time, commented on on how shaky my hands were and before no problem at all. And I noticed it too. I I noticed the shakiness, but I was so scared that if I stopped taking the antidepressants because of the shaking... Um, I mean, I would have another suicidal episode and I would actually follow through with it. So in my mind at the time, I was like, I have all these side effects, but the alternative, at least this is what I believed and it wasn't true, was that I was going to kill myself if I didn't take them. So I was like, you know, you weigh your options, death versus a little bit of shakiness in the hands and lower testosterone, um, you know, whatever. But that's, like I said, that's not true. That is not true. Your your thoughts are only as real as you make them. I'm not saying don't take pills. I'm just saying that there are other options. What else do we got here? Oh, the, the point I was going to make, though, is when I brought it up to my doctor... Um, multiple multiple doctors i they've i hate that i hate that i hate fucking hate this world word but they straight up gaslit me like they were like they were (laughs) i tried to tell him i tried to tell this man i tried to tell this doctor that my hands were shaky and that i was having all these problems his response was hold out your hand and i did it wasn't shaking at the time he was like they're not shaking I'm I'm fucking 23. I'm 22, 23 at the time. You're just sitting there. I'm fucking telling you as an adult that my hands are shaking, that I'm having these symptoms, and you sit there knowing goddamn well that I'm vulnerable and that I'm I'm fucking batshit crazy because of the pills you have me on. Um and just make and just underplay everything that was happening. Once again, I don't know if it was an incompetence thing or a fucking money thing, but whatever it was, it was goddamn sick. That same... That same doctor, he... Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Talking about shaky hands. I oh, will. Oh, well, if it's important, it'll come back to me. It wasn't that important. It was just a side tangent. But yeah, it's, I mean, (laughs) any questions so far? We're already, what, 20 minutes in? 19 minutes in? And (laughs) we haven't even gotten to the weird shit. So this is where things get fucking, well, is there anything else before I can get weird and creepy? as if that wasn't enough i remember now so that same doctor my whole my whole goddamn personality is questioning authority as much as whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i fucking i'm always asking why i'm always confused on why something is such bullshit why it seems like such bullshit and i want to know the answer This man, grown-ass man, telling another grown-ass man, flat-out says, Stop taking the red pill. Stop asking why. Stop wondering why everything happens. Stop taking the red pill. I wish I was making that up. But this, I mean, this was the moment that made me wake the fuck up. It made me realize... Just how much bullshit there was. It was like that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. Where Ego tells. um, Where. Well I won't even name drop. Just in case you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) uh, The bad guy. Tells the main character. Who the main character thinks. Okay hold up. So the bad guy. Who the main character. Really enjoys. He's really good friends with. He lets it slip that he killed his mother. And the main character, um, what's it? What, fucking Chris Pratt. I don't know the goddamn... What is it, Star-Lord? <laughs> Star-Lord wakes up and he's just like, what? And then he fucking shoots him like 30 times. If you've seen the meme, you know. But it was, it was that same shit where it was just like, he said that he was like you need to stop asking why. Stop taking the red pill. Straight up he said that and then he was silent. And I was just like What? Wait. And then, you know. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, use me as a case study. Um This is uh, this is very hard. This is very hard for me. So I hope that so far it's, it's helping you and whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Is there anything else? I got the loss of motor function. Okay. Yeah. We can get into the real, the real creepy and, and goddamn weird shit. So, so this is, I mean, this part, this part just straight up makes me fucking sick and I have to live with this for the rest of my goddamn life. Um, flat out, I don't want to say it, (laughs) I don't want to say it, but straight up, it made me gay. It straight up made me gay. It, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding before up until that point, I, I would make jokes constantly. I'm like, I don't fucking understand how women can get with a guy. Dudes are fucking nasty. We smell terrible. Dick is fucking weird. It's, it's, it's just like I couldn't fathom I could not fathom up until that point how a woman could hook up with a guy it made zero sense it was to the point where I couldn't like I the the only way that I could watch porn at all if I was going to was and it had a man was if it was POV so I know porn whatever fuck it I have I have other problems besides depression, all right? I'm allowed. I'm allowed. Um but yeah, I mean, I started taking it. And I I mean, yeah, I I I noticed it was a very very slow progression. Um but Yeah, I mean, it it made me gay. I I wanted to hook up with dudes. I wanted women weren't really that attractive to me anymore. I didn't have that primal thing of like you see a bitch with a fat ass. Thank God this is back. But you see somebody like you see a bitch walk in with a fat ass and you're just like it's like primal. It's like you feel it deep like I want to be with this woman I have to be with this woman and that was gone that was gone and nothing got me going more than a fucking dude and i never like the this is i mean this is it's so sick it's just so sick it's like what is this doing wait there's kids on this there're children on this and we're like okay hold on i'm getting ahead of myself i'm getting ahead of myself um the reason i'm saying that though Is because I know for a fact I am not the only one. Um, I've heard stories from, once again, I went to a psych ward twice for six days total. And you talk to people. You fucking talk to people. And they, nobody, nobody says this shit in public. Because it's fucking embarrassing. It's so goddamn embarrassing and crazy and nobody can relate to it. At least that's what you think. Um, There you can look it up There's lawsuits There's lawsuits about this The most famous one is this dude Who had a happy marriage For or happy um, I don't know for sure But he had a marriage No issues stand up guy And then he starts getting treated For anxiety and depression And he develops a coke addiction Or not coke A gambling addiction And he starts fucking sucking dick Like crazy literally sucking dick like hooking up with dudes he had a wife and kids and he ended up winning the lawsuit he won because when he cycled off like it almost ruined his life I don't know if it might have it might have ruined his life um. but like that and then if you look for it there are other stories like that but I think the reason that people like you don't hear about it is because i mean we're embarrassed especially as a guy it's like you're you're going to get called a fag you're going to get called a queer all your friends your fr- so it's like if you come out with that and i mean just i mean this is this is why like like gay people don't come out i would imagine is because if you if, if all your friends think you're straight and then you're not it changes the dynamic a little bit cuz there's that it goes from oh we're friends we don't have to worry about anything to this could potentially get weird and i want to avoid that so i mean yeah so so if i if i know that well i don't know i don't know what's going to happen um but i just i just don't see anybody else talking about this publicly and just how horrible these fucking things are, these pills um or at least they were for me. And it's like you ask just about anybody that took them in person. I'm not saying the doctor. Don't ask the fucking doctor. Ask people that actually took them. Almost always they're going to say that they had a bad experience on SSRIs, the antidepressants, all of that shit. So yeah, it's like, what the fuck is that doing to your mind? Not only did it kill my testosterone, it made me, it changed my sexuality. It fucking chemically castrated my ass. It's like, I mean, there, I, I don't know if this is TMI, but fuck it fuck it whatever i mean <laughs> are we at, are we might be past tmi 134 episodes deep and <laughs> that's what i'm worried about uh but yeah i mean there was this girl that i was i was trying to date i was trying my fucking hardest man to date and just get my life together earlier this year and i was talking to this girl this beautiful girl she was sending like we had a thing we we were starting to have a thing going and she somehow or another got brought up on like if I would get with a dude and I mean I flat out said probably probably six months before that I was making jokes I was not even jokes not even fucking they were mostly serious where I just didn't get how anybody could hook up with a dude Fucking less than six months later, I'm talking about how I wanted to fuck a guy. Like, I don't know. But you bring that up to a doctor, or at least my fucking doctor, and he'll be like, no, you you like dick now. Sorry. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, look into it. Look into it. Fucking look into it. Because it's, I mean, there's more stories out there, but yeah. So that's, that's, that is the biggest one know that that is a real side effect. That can fucking happen. And it's like, how do I know that it was the drugs? Because as soon as I stopped taking them, I mean, the gay thoughts went away. The the shit went away. I began, like, I'm... So I went, I took a trip down to Cincinnati, and there were some badass bitches there. And for the first time since I started taking those pills... Now that I'm fucking cycling them off, it was like it was like I was hitting puberty again. It was night and day. I was like, oh my god, she is beautiful. And <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea how that one how much just how good that one thought felt. I'm I'm very thankful that I didn't act on any of those emotions. I never hooked up with any guy but i mean i was on grinder i was on tinder i was on the bisexual um part swiping right on guys and girls it was it was very real and it was very scary because i was up until that point i mean i was i was straight and then i started fucking with my mind with chemicals and yeah, shit man Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I want to reiterate that I'm not a medical professional. This is solely my experience and I the reason I want to say this, like all this shit, is if you're thinking about them, it is very very important to know that this is a very real possibility that this can happen to you. the biggest so I went through all of that. let's see if there am I missing anything here? I don't think I am. actually, okay, there's one more that I missed before I get into the the like the the last part of this or the last po- couple parts. Um. the last little side effect little side effect quote little is it they more than likely will impair your judgment and the best way that I can describe it is alcohol it's like almost alcohol level of impairment where you're just like fuck it I'm gonna do this I don't know the science of why. But, again, I've experienced this. I've lived through this shit. And the other, like, the people that I've talked to that were going through the same shit that I was. Because when you're in the psych ward, they take your phone. They take everything from you. You're dressed up in scrubs like an inmate. And... You, ain't, you don't have anything to do but talk I personally I knew, I knew thank god I knew that I didn't want to get involved with the other people that were there because I know that I know that if you talk to crazy people they can make you crazy too and I'm already fucking nuts I'm already in a psych ward I don't need to get worse because I started talking to other people that were there. But we did have to go to groups. We did have to, like, we did have to actually interact. They made sure that you interacted with people every couple hours. Um, I don't know what the science is behind that. But yeah, I mean, they, they made you socialize. And so I was forced to talk to these people. And I guess that brings me to my next point where you are written off as a crazy person for, I mean, I mean, as far as I'm aware and from what it seems like for the rest of your fucking life, it's like, if you open up about this, if you bring it up at all, if you start talking about it, if you even go there, you're a fucking, you're nuts And the problem, it's like, okay, who gives a shit? Somebody thinks you're fucking crazy. The problem is you're trying to tell a doctor who's already full of himself the side effects and the way that this is making you feel. And, like, they, (laughs) you're crazy. You're technically crazy. You're in a psych ward. You don't know anything. You don't know what's going on. So why would they listen to you? Because you're fucking crazy. They're helping you they're letting you live they're helping you you would kill yourself without our pills believe it believe that you would it's like <laughs> you're what as soon as you as soon as you seek out help the vast majority of people are i mean they're you're you're not going to be taken much seriously you're not going to be taken seriously much anymore if they find out that you got help which I mean I knew that going in but a lot of people do not and if you're already fucking suicidal that's the last thing you need is people turning their back on you but yeah your opinion your opinion and even though you may be 100% right you may be 100% right they're not going to believe you cuz you're crazy but yeah it'll it'll impair your decisions that's kind of where I was going um i got i got off the beaten path with that one but it'll it, i mean seriously it'll impair your decisions you're going to do you're well not you i don't know for a fact if you are but it does i noticed for me that I had to consciously take like a day or two because I became so fucking impulsive. I had to retrain myself to take a step back, look around, figure shit out, because I knew I was on some shit that was making me impulsive. So again, that's that's just another, well, side effect that I had. Before I get into this last little thing, um, I do want to say that, oh, actually, there's, there's a couple. I forgot about the withdrawals. So, one, <laughs> okay, I promise this is, this is the last one, and then I'll talk about who owns the drugs, who's making the drugs, because that's where things get fun. And that's probably going to get my video taken down or whatever for conspiracy or fear-mongering or whatever the fuck. But who cares? I'm going to just keep re-uploading because this needs to be talked about. And if you do try and take it down, if you try and take any of this fucking down, if you try and block me, I'm only going to get louder. So good fucking luck. Do it. I can create more channels. I can... I know how to get to... (laughs) I, I will not be fucking denied. And I refuse... I refuse to let anybody else get get snatched up by the hell that is the psych ward, the hell that is antidepressants. I refuse to let anybody go any... I refuse to let any other fucking kids get, get... I mean, have their entire life changed for the worse because doctors are trying are either incompetent or trying to make a buck. It's like, you got to listen. You got to fucking listen eventually. So yeah, whatever. Um, What was that last thing? So the, the, the withdrawal symptoms are absolutely nuts when, when you stop taking them. And like I said, I brought this up to the doctor, multiple doctors, all of them, Nobody, nobody wanted to talk about this shit or they didn't know, whatever. um, It's crazy. It's crazy. If I would go this one, you can fact check, go on online and just look up withdrawal symptoms for Zoloft or antidepressants. And it's nuts. The stories that you're going to hear you for me, I got the worst vertigo ever like i've never had i've never even had vertigo and then all of a sudden if i moved my head a fraction of an inch one way or another if i actually this is how bad it is if i went multiple days like if i ran out of my prescription and i was between paychecks and couldn't fucking afford it because that's very real um yeah right like by the way just a little side piece it's like a dollar 80 to be happy I have to pay a dollar eighty to be happy for a month. Why is it a dollar eighty? what I mean <laughs> or or you could just fucking do your job. you could fucking help me. You could fucking not just make me pay forever to be happy, but whatever. yeah, the withdrawal symptoms for me if I even moved my eyes like, too fast to the left or the right, the whole room spins. The whole room would spin. I would get nauseous. Um. I couldn't think. I don't know how to, how... The best, okay, the best way I can describe the withdrawal, like, when you, you think, you think... When you can't think because you haven't taken your your Zoloft is it's like brain fog times a trillion your memory is just done you're not going to remember shit um yeah i mean you can't you just can't pull thoughts out of your head i don't even know if there's fucking any in there like i i tried to go to the gas station when i was on withdrawal i could barely fucking drive and then i got out and like the dude i guess i guess he was trying to talk to me like the cashier and i just i was not there i was it was just it was my eyes were glazed over i'm sure just i was not present i was not there was nobody home upstairs because i like yeah i mean the withdrawal is nasty you got people um I saw or not saw but I heard I heard a story of this girl um when I was in the you know the looney bin and she was saying how what was it there? Okay, I don't remember where I saw it. I'll be honest. I don't have a source. I don't have a source. But I j- I just remember there was this girl that um she told a story of how she like, she she wanted to be done with Zoloft. She thought she was in a good spot, but the doctors wouldn't let her wean it off. So she had to keep having it over and over to the point where she had, like, essentially a magnifying glass to be able to cut it in half. Otherwise, she would have all these crazy side effects. It's like... What is that doing to your mind? Long term. Like... It's crazy <laughs> this whole this whole fucking situation is crazy man, and then you're left, so after all that happens, um you have all these side effects, you have all this crazy shit happening you have your life, or at least mine was completely in shambles. And you you are just left to deal with it. You have to live on in confusion. You don't know if any of it was real. It's just like... It's like, I think that happened, but they just, it's just so much. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know it did, I know it happened, but it's just, it was just so crazy for so long that... I, I still can't make heads or tails of everything that happened, everything that I saw, how the doctors treated me, like, one-on-one as a grown man. Nobody was ever mean. Nobody, like, was, well, <laughs> my therapist was, he was something, but, uh, <laughs> no, he was, he was, Whatever. Whatever, we're not going to get into that. Actually, fuck it, yeah. I mean, a very real situation is that these doctors are human, and they have pride, and they need to make money. They need to pay their bills. And a weird thing that starts happening, and going away from antidepressants, but therapy, you, you become convinced that you need it to live you're convinced that you need therapy not and i don't mean like like oh you need therapy man you need to go to you get some help man you're fucking wild dude you got some shit going on you need help i mean like you legitimately think that i mean you need you need help or else you cannot live And and so you keep going to therapy. At least I did. And at a certain point, that person can't really do much for you anymore. So they start shaping you to be the person that they think you should be. Rather than helping you. And then telling you when you don't need help anymore and you can go live your life. It's almost like they don't have the goal to actually help despite what they say. It's almost like they're trying to mold you and turn you into a whole different person. It's very creepy. It's very messed up. It's, it's something. It's something. At a certain point, because it's like you have, you can, so you can give coping mechanisms. This is what I found out. You can give coping mechanisms in a matter of minutes. Example, if you're having an anxiety attack, one of the common ways to combat it is this thing called box breathing. You breathe in for five minutes, or not five minutes, Jesus. You breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, release for five seconds, hold for five seconds, and repeat. And you just keep doing that. You keep count, like you keep tapping, whatever. And it calms you down. It slows everything down. It lets you take a step back. How long did that take me to say? What, like 30 seconds? A minute, maybe? Why am I going to therapy for an hour multiple times a week for months when it probably could have been I could have learned the coping mechanisms and what I needed to know in, in an hour or two and it's like we gotta know we gotta know what what childhood trauma you're working through and uh, nah, nah, nah. it's like <laughs> let's get to the fucking point Let's try and help people so that way we can, it's like, all right, on the the far end, a month or two, a month or two of consistent going at it, if you're, tr- like, that's how long, it, the goal, the goal of therapy isn't, sh- it shouldn't be, the goal of fucking therapy, I feel like should be, you don't come back, you don't need to come back but that's not what it's about. They're like, all right, do you want to come back next week or a month? Or what do you want to do? When do you want to come back? It's like, it shouldn't be. I'm going to get help so I can get fixed. It shouldn't be every fucking month. There should be an end goal. And there's not, there's not, I don't know why. Again, I don't know if it's incompetence or fucking money or both, but like, I can't help but feel that a vast majority of the people that are, quote, helping with mental health and all that, they're they're just not. They're just not. And they they don't care. They don't give a fuck. Or they're misinformed. It's just... ah, It's crazy. It's crazy, this whole fucking thing. So to top it all off, To top it all off, and I'm not trying to get political here, I know the last episode I did a little bit, but guess who else, guess who fucking owns and came up with Zoloft? I'll give you three guesses. One of them starts with a P. Yes, (laughs) yes, it is Pfizer. And <laughs> we know their reputation now. <laughs> we know what they're all about. I'm not going to get into that. You guys know. You fucking know. We all know. We all know deep down that Pfizer may not be the best company. And this is why I think it might. this video might get some blowback. Because they... Not only made this drug, if you look into it, there have been lawsuits for it. Not just the guy that was sucking dick after he was straight for his whole goddamn life. The common lawsuits are that these things don't fucking work. If you look into the lawsuits at Pfizer about Zoloft, they all are... I was promised this thing was going to work. It was going to help me. It made me worse. It made me fucking worse. And that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line of this whole fucking thing. This whole goddamn show. This whole, or this whole episode, I mean, is just, I don't even know what, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. I don't even know what to say for, for once in my fucking life, I'm speechless. It's just like, Brought to you by Pfizer. But yet, despite these lawsuits, despite all these side effects, despite God, almost every single person that I've talked to or heard talk about antidepressants, they say they don't work. And then just the cherry on top was finding out that there are lawsuits for it, and that Pfizer, again, is the one cranking these pills out. And this isn't this I mean, you can't find a study for how they work. And we got fucking kids on this shit. We got kids. There are children. They're putting fucking what, seventh, eighth graders on some shit that turned me a grown ass man gay it killed my testosterone and they've been cranking these things out claiming i mean the i mean a law, one of the lawsuits one of the biggest ones happened in, back in 2013 10 years ago This shit has been happening for 10 years. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's like, okay. Okay, all that being said, what do I propose? What do I propose? This is what I propose. My personal opinion... I am not a medical professional for the third time. I am not. My personal opinion is that these things... Are fucking horrible for you my personal opinion is that these things are changing and shaping minds in a way that we either don't understand or we don't want to understand these things should not be taken that's my that's my personal opinion. I'm not a medical professional, um, but goddamn, I fucking lived through this shit, and I almost killed myself multiple times after taking them. My life was ruined after taking them. You ask, you talk to just about anybody that was that started taking antidepressants. Ask them about their life beforehand, and their life during, and then their life after if they ever stopped taking them. And The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't fucking lie, bitch. Uh, So what do I propose? I propose that we start looking and coming up with mechanisms to actually cope. Look into coping mechanisms if you're dealing with this shit. Focus on your diet. Focus on staying active. Figure out how to fucking... um, just find ways, when you're having an episode, a depressive episode, find just however the fuck you can. Find a way, as Green Day put it, to get yourself off of that Velcro seat and get moving. Lord knows I cannot do it by myself. My mama don't get a jump, but she don't like... Okay. I could sing Green Day all day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean coping mechanisms. One thing that I'll—I'll I'll give you a few. I'll give you a few that helped me, and hopefully that's enough to to help you out. Um, the first thing is stay away from drama. When you're—I mean when you're depressed as shit and the world feels like it's falling apart, the last thing you need is somebody in your ear bringing you down. It's like, you don't, you don't need drama in your life. Everything that you can do to get rid of drama and get into a better spot, whether it's, you know, your parents are douchebags. You hate them. You need to get the fuck out. Whether it's an abusive relationship that you find yourself in. Whether it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're in a, a super dingy apartment and quality of life is hell. I implore you to get the fuck out of there. And I know it's easier said than done, but my, and we've, I've, I've talked to my mom about this. This isn't, I'm not bringing up old shit trying to start shit, but my, I mean, my mom, she didn't tell me until right before that she was going to lose her house at the time. And I had to find a way to get the fuck out of her basement which was pure concrete, no insulation down there. And you know, I had my falling out with my parents on with my dad and everything at that time and I was kind of forced to live in, well you saw it, the dungeon on previous episodes. So I mean, I I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. I want you to use that as inspiration, that despite, at this time I was fucking suicidal too. I was severely depressed. I would go through hours and hours of just sitting there, staring at the floor, because I could not move. It was impossible for me to move. Just because of that void. So, you can get the fuck out of there. Like I said earlier, your thoughts are only as real as you make them. So, eliminate drama, as much drama as you possibly can. Um, the box breathing, when things are getting a little bit too much, try and excuse yourself from the situation. Go in for five, in through your nose for five seconds, hold for five, release for five, hold for five, in for five. It's like just repeat. That's another one where um, either you can tap your leg, you can fist in a ball. And hit your hand. Um, when shit's getting too much. Try that. Excuse yourself. Go to the bathroom. Whatever you got to do. And breathe. And breathe. What what other coping mechanisms do we got? Let me get one more. Oh. Um, so like. This has been a game changer for me. Besides diet. Because diet's going to be the biggest thing. If you can't just focus on your diet. Um. Try and eat right. Because sugars and all of that shit... Again, I was a trainer. Uh, um, it's it's so... It's a night and day difference. Not only does it slow your cognition... But it also... Causes inflammation. Like if you have... Bad car, Well, quote, bad carbs. I hate that term. But bad carbs. Like your pizzas, your breads... Your garlic sticks or whatever. Whatever you love. All the good shit all your, your spaghettis, your lasagnas, um, or your candy, all that, anything with crazy amounts of sugar, it causes inflammation. It causes crazy inflammation and stiffness, which makes you hurt more, which makes your life a little bit worse, makes it a little bit harder to get up off of that fucking couch and do some shit. Plus it makes it harder to sleep. So if you lock in your sleep and you try like you and i'm not saying go hard balls to the wall bodybuilding diet just stay away from fucking sugar as best you can i i mean i have my days where i i'm like all i want is a super hawaiian pizza with extra sauce and a couple garlic dipping sauces from papa johns with a large coke please you can you can do that but at least take it one day at a time One meal at a time if you have to. I don't know if my mic cut out. I hope it didn't, so I'll just start over. Um, Take it one day at a time, one meal at a time if you have to. And, I mean, lock it in. Try and lock it in. Try and, for that meal, keep – try and keep it clean. Because the next few hours, they're going to be a lot better for you mentally. Um if you i mean then if you ate like shit and then this this has been a game changer for me where on days i mean today is a perfect example i woke up depressed as hell i was suicidal as shit i was looking up guns and like what's the best way to kill yourself and what's the best part of the brain or artery to sever that way you bleed out uh (laughs) i'm crazy uh but yeah whatever but I've, I've been dealing with this shit long enough where I, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything right now. Um, and I know it's I know it's just thoughts. I know it's just thoughts. And so when I'm having those episodes where I feel like I can't do anything, nothing is working, um, everything's impossible, do an hour of whatever you want. Whether it's playing video games, just laying on the floor staring at the ceiling. Whatever the hell you can do. Um, whatever you want to do. Do an hour of that and then an hour of something productive and then just alternate. Set an alarm and just make a deal with yourself that it's like, after this hour, I'm going to go do something. Now, having said that, I'm not like, I'm not perfect with that. So you don't have to be perfect. If you, if you, If you're laying... Like, let's say your leisure activity for the hour is be depressed in bed. Because that's very real and it's very fun. Anybody with depression, shout out to you. You know how it goes. Just, oh, when you're in that comfortable bed and you got the fan blowing. You got the covers over you and you're just watching mindless bullshit. (laughs) And you're in your happy place. It keeps you safe and warm. Um, Go to the edge of the universe. All that fun stuff. It's like... If that turns into two hours, two, three hours, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. But when when you're ready, get up and then do something for an hour. So those are a few. Um, coping mechanisms. Like whatever search you want to do, coping mechanisms are huge. Find out coping mechanisms... And figure out... For Christ's sake, don't... The doctors are not you. You are you. And you know what's best for you. I mean, the doc... Like... So come up with a plan for you. And then come up with a plan for when shit gets a little bit too bad. So that's a few of them. Coping mechanisms are huge. So yeah, um... If you're thinking about taking SSRIs or antidepressants or any of that, I want you to keep that in mind. And I hope, I do hope that this video and I'm like I'm gonna keep talking about it. I'm gonna keep saying this shit. I'm gonna keep. I've, I I'm I'm starting to starting to realize that this is gonna be, you know, the life's work. This is going to kind of be my thing. At least for a while. Um Yeah, I don't have shit. Shit. Yeah, I I just hope that it starts the the conversation and that it kind of shows that the crazy shit that you might have went through someone like me it happened to as well. And I think I'll leave it at that. I think I'll leave it at that. Um, Thank you everybody so much for watching. If you did. My name is Anakin Meeker, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye.